0: The Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 14. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords and their jaw teeth as knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords and their jaw-teeth as knives, to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. The prophet Agur taught inspired wisdom for your life by sets of four things. You can see this in the 30th chapter of Proverbs. He began with four kinds of people, identified by particular sins. Some people love to take advantage of others and oppress them, especially those who are relatively weak and unable to help themselves. These violent persons have no ordinary compassion or pity, but mercilessly use others in any way they wish for their own pleasure or profit. Generation, the word generation in this proverb, means a kind of person, for it lacks demonstrative pronouns or other modifiers for a period of time, the usual definition of generation. It is not a prophecy of the future, when violent men would hurt the poor, for all ages have such sinners. It is not a prophecy of bad men in Christ's time, for such a use would be unique in Proverbs and without practical wisdom for life, which is the purpose of the book. The four generations are more than four temperament types, melancholy, phlegmatic, sanguine, and choleric, though each of those types has sinful tendencies. The lesson here is beyond disposition. It is for kinds of people with specific sins. Rather than assign temperaments to each generation, learn the sin and the corrective wisdom of each kind of person. The fourth generation, here in the proverb before you, is a kind of evil person, and this person is oppressive and cruel in word and deed, especially toward the helpless, the poor, and the weak. This intimidating and threatening brute has no pity or regard for those in need or trouble. He or she is selfish, merciless, and violent. They do not have ordinary compassion for those under them or near them, and they often rise to positions of power by corrupting or destroying any one in their way. Consider the first two brothers, Cain and Abel. How could Cain kill his brother for merely doing what was right? especially after God warned Cain and told him how easily he too could be accepted. How could Cain then casually hide the murder even when God himself inquired about it? Because he was a child of the devil. And you show the same devilish spirit of murder when you are angry without a just cause. See Matthew chapter 5, verses 21-26. through 26. It is easy to direct... This proverb at civil rulers of human history like Joseph Stalin, Adolf Hitler, Mao Zedong, Idi Amin, Paul Pott, Harold Shipman, Louis Gavarito, and others. But Solomon directed his wisdom closer to home, where aggressive or violent treatment of the poor and needy qualifies, from abortion to oppressing employees to defrauding spouses, to harshly crushing the spirits of children, to excessively taxing the poor, to paying less or charging more than fairness indicates, to callously ignoring those who are in need. David faced such men during his life, Saul, Doeg, Absalom, and others. Even his own nephew Joab had a cruel spirit of revenge far different than David's which caused David grief on several occasions. He wrote of his predicament with such men in these words, in Psalm 57 and verse 4, My soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Jesus Christ, the Son of David, had to endure cruel and hateful treatment by the Jewish leadership during his life. And they forced his crucifixion in the end, though he had done nothing to harm them or their nation. Within his own band of apostles was a heartless thief, who stole from the poor and betrayed his lord, master, and friend for a measly thirty pieces of silver. Together, the Jewish leadership and Judas Iscariot fulfill this proverb better than anyone else. Godly men are merciful men. In fact, they love mercy. Solomon taught elsewhere that righteous men are even merciful to animals. But the men of this proverb, these violent men, are cruel, even when mercy should be shown. It is the pure religion of Jesus Christ to kindly consider the poor and to visit orphans and widows in their affliction. Instead of picking on the less fortunate, Christians pick them up. It is the duty of every parent to teach their children to be merciful, lest they grow into the selfish tyrants condemned here. Since most let their hair down at home, it is a great place to teach and require compassion and mercy in all dealings. Sibling rivalries, oppressive parenting, irreverent responses, and other such relational problems should be corrected before a monster is formed by a dysfunctional home that allows... Cruelty of any sort. In contrast to the wicked men of this proverb, you may cast all your cares upon the God of heaven, for he cares for those who put their trust in him. Even if your mother and father forsake you, which is contrary to nature, then the Lord will take you up. Psalm 27 and verse 10. His mercy is everlasting, and you can trust him even for forgiveness of heinous sins. Though he has power to condemn and punish, he will forgive those who confess their sins to him. Amen.